we're, we're reduced to sandwiches now, are we? <laughs> Hour. My name is Darian. and I have returned for another week of horror bullshit, and Miss Monica is alive! I'm here! She made it in, ladies and gentlemen. Monica, how are you, babe? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, you, you don't yeah. look well. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm still a little mad that I can't do all the stuff I need to do. What do you need to do that you can't do? Well, like I can't bend, I can't lift. You don't need to do any of that I, shit. Yeah. What do you What do you want to bend? Well, I know yeah. what you want to bend for. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like it sucks. I have to squat for everything right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, but yeah. it feels better, right, after the back surgery? Um, as when the pain all goes away, I'll <laughs> let you know. Okay. So you. Well, I mean, you appear to be moving around a lot better than you were. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you, you were kind of hunched over. And yeah, because like my left side was completely pinched off, right. so it was pulling me to the left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you look. Yeah. You, 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 you. I'm just giving you shit. You actually mm-hmm. look much better. Than yeah. You did. Good. So good on you there. <laughs> it's good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I was going fucking crazy in this room by myself. I know. That's why I was like, I gotta show up. And Even this, if it's for a little bit. This month's up. selection of movies has done nothing for me at all thus far. And I'm only on the second week. I got oh. two more weeks of this crap, Monica. God, you should have picked that hit and run movie on Tubi. Hit and run, it's called? Well, it's too late now. I already hit <laughs> the fucking movies. <laughs> And thus far, I'm 0-2 thus far, inmates, just so you know. Before we... I don't even have to get into the feature to let you know that this one is bullshit. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we got the usual shit show. Monica, you're, give, us a, give us a medical update. So the surgery went well, I assume? Yeah, the surgery went... It was funny because I... You know, when they called me, they were telling me, Oh, you'll be staying two nights. And I'm like, No, I'm not. And... When I went in, you know, and they get you ready, mm-hmm. the nurse is all, okay, so you'll be staying overnight. And I was like, I'm not staying overnight. And <laughs> she goes out to the desk, and I can hear her telling the nurses, she's all, she thinks she's going home. And I, she comes back in, and I go, I am going back home. I go, and I will tell the doctor I'm going back home. Mm-hmm. So he comes in, and I'm all, am I going home today? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you're going home right away. And I'm like... Okay then. Yeah. What's the problem? Fucking nurses. You're not. You're not filling me with confidence here. 
And I was really, team. yeah, I was so nervous because I didn't want to be put to sleep again. I hate that, man. I, <laughs> I do too. And so they wheel me in and the bed is different for back surgery. Yeah. It looks like something out of a horror movie. Oh, perfect. Like it has. <sighs> Why are my legs spread? Yeah, it's almost like the center is gone, yeah. and then they have like these little pieces, like for your arm, your leg. So do they put you on your stomach? When they yes, back there? Oh, yes. God. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to be completely naked. Yeah, everybody's going to see my hairy asshole. Coming at you down the hall, people. Hairy asshole. And so the anesthesiologist, he's all, "Are you really nervous?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm so nervous about being put to sleep." And he goes, "I'll give you some anxiety medicine." Oh, nice. And as soon as he put it in i woke up in recovery yeah <laughs> yeah i got when when i had my arm surgery they gave me the nerve blocker uh-huh that is scary shit because oh. it basically killed my arm completely uh-huh. couldn't feel anything couldn't move it uh-huh. for like three days oh and they told me it was going to start wearing off after 24 hours uh-huh three days later i'm like well this arm oh, is done oh god this arm is fucking done just cut it off because i can't yeah. do anything with it uh-huh. Put it on the barbecue or something. I don't know. Luckily, it started slowly. Like the pins and needles came, and then I could move it around a little bit, and then I, I'm good now. Uh-huh. But on that third day, when I still couldn't feel it or move it, I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> you killed me." I know. I was like so even more upset because I'm like, "You're not putting a catheter in me." <laughs> I'm not doing a catheter. Ooh. But um, yeah, and then their freaky thing was is the the lady that comes and puts pins. They put like these needles in your head really? into the nerves. Why? To make sure while the doctor's doing the surgery on your nerves, uh-huh. if they were to like hit a nerve that might paralyze you, Ooh. it goes off. Ugh. I was like, wow, this is pretty Ugh. interesting. This is not cool. I know uh- I had blood like running down my head. Oh <laughs> God, forget it. I don't want it. Well, we have a regular horror show to get to here, kids. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shit. Let's kick things off with a little horror news there, Miss Monica. (laughs) Horror news. Bang. Uh, Dave Batista. Yes, you know the name. Uh-huh. Is it, are you are you attracted to him at all? Uh not really. No, no. He's too big. What? He's too big. No, he's just not good looking. He's got a weird face, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks rough. Do you like him rough? No, no, no. no. I thought you were into rough looking dudes. No, I must be changing. You are. You know that show, The Kingdom, just to get off track. No. My friend swore up and down, if I see this guy, I was going to fall in love. Yeah. Because he's like, I get a hard on for this guy because he's good. <laughs> and as soon as I saw him, I was like, mm, no, no. No? Alrighty. Oh. Uh, Dave Batista is confirmed for the Knives Out sequel. Have you seen Knives Out yet? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in it? Yes. Yeah. Chris Evans. Uh-huh. Uh, Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the big stars. Yeah. yeah. So he's in the sequel? He's going to be in the sequel. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah. I like the first one. Yeah. It I don't was know good. what kind of a weirdo he's going to be. Have mm. you ever seen... I know you have. They were huge when we were kids. Mm. The Faces of Death movies. Oh, yes. 
I understand now that most of them are fake. I did too. I didn't know that at the time, though. I don't think the monkey scene was fake. I don't think the baby seal scene was fake, either, <sighs> which was rough. Yeah. Uh, like, but like, my favorite was always the magician that got the face full of knives. Oh, uh huh. The thing didn't work, and he got pummeled. That <laughs> yeah, was, that was fake too. Fake as shit, man. You oh. watch it now, and you're like, "That's a fake ass head. That's not even. That's not even <laughs> a person in there. You fucking ass." But they wow. did the jump cut so fast that oh god, did you see that? And of course, huh. what are we, 14, 12 at the time? Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Uh, Faces of Death is getting a reboot. Okay. From the, the makers of Cam. Remember that Cam movie? About the, the chick that was on the Cam site? Remember that one? Was she like kidnapped or something? No, she oh. had like a Cam site and then she uh, took a day off, but like her doppelganger started making cam videos oh yeah and she's yeah, like yeah. that's not me and then she, like, okay like an evil twin situation. yeah so that's qu- kind of cool right i'll check huh. it i don't know how much see it's faces of death though is it gonna be real though? i would think so huh i don't know that i want to see that now you know you can watch the news we can see hmm. faces of death you can go yeah go on facebook yeah go on yeah there's <laughs> groups for that yeah i see all kinds of nasty shit uh <laughs> speaking of nasty shit hotel transylvania the cartoon yeah. is getting a video game adaptation. Oh, I thought you were just going to say a new movie's coming out. I'm sure there's four <laughs> or five of those in the works. They're cranking them out every Halloween. That's cool. Yeah, something to do. I'm sure the kids are going to want it. Oh, what what station is it coming out on? Every console. Oh, okay. Every fourth generation consoles. Hmm. PS4, Xbox. My coworker one. has a person that she knows that... <laughs> Uh-oh. This just got juicy. She that has a does, person. That uh, does five-finger discount deals, and I was like, oh. I told her to tell him that I wanted one of those VRs, and I was oh, willing yeah. to pay 200 That's, That's not a bad deal. You can walk so, out of there. Yeah. I told, and I'm like, oh, I need a new PlayStation. Yeah, you do. Get, get, if he's, Half if, price. Yeah, get, yeah. Tell her I'm open for business, too. Okay, see? We'll, we'll do some wheeling and dealing. <laughs> there are police officers that listen to this show. Well. Just so you know. I, they can't make me tell them because I don't even know the guy's name. Before you incriminate yourself further. <laughs> receiving stolen property. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. Is, have you watched that one yet? Yeah. What'd you think? It was okay. It's two monsters fighting. What do yeah. you want to do? You want to fall in love? You want your heartstrings pulled on? Oh, I just didn't like the, the unrealist. Yeah, I didn't like the little fat kid and that seems the, to be the the traveling through the middle of Earth to get to like the other a side. Conspiracy podcast dude, yeah. that shows up. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla and Kong hits Blu-ray and DVD next month. Okay, if you are wanting to buy a hard copy of that. Uh, lastly, the General Mills Halloween cereal. Uh, mm-hmm. Count Chocula, Booberry, Frankenberry. Mm-hmm. They are, for the first time ever, going to do a Monster Mash cereal. Oh. One cereal with all of them in it. It's for mm-hmm. their 50th anniversary. Okay. Count Chocula is 50 years old. Wow. Which uh, means that he is not as old as I thought that he was. I will have to buy a box just to put it away. Yeah, don't eat it, man. Yeah, don't uh, eat it. Eventually, you're going to get really hungry, and you're going to be like, I got to eat that. Huh. By then, it's going to taste like styrofoam. Yeah. So, there you have it. Probably have <laughs> bugs in it something. So, I got on the horror news, Miss Monica. You ready oh. for some listener mail? Yep. Coming at your face. 
or on your face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which way they're going to go this week. Listener mail. Yeah. You didn't have any horror news, did you, kiddo? No. I didn't think so. I didn't I see the book in I haven't even looked at anything. There's not much out there. I mean... I'm talking about breakfast cereal, for Christ's sakes. Well, <laughs> you know well I, mean, I mean, I just have been so, like, not into anything. Yeah. You just had back surgery. I wouldn't be into anything either. Like, when I lay down, I read and catch up on the stupid news. Don't do I, that. That's depressing. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> I read That's even worse. and then I fall asleep. All right. Yeah. Well, if it works for you. Uh, let's kick things off in Tokyo, Japan. Here comes Lonely Bob. Kevin's in the house. Subject line Transference. Monica, I understand you got to watch Transference last mm-hmm. week's feature. What a piece of shit that was, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, piss me off. Hey, Darian, listening to the trailer on your podcast after I watched the movie on Tubi made the movie sound better than it was. I would agree. It started out interesting with kid horror, but in the end, it wound it up pretty preachy. Uh, yep, that's about the whole of it there, Kevin. And uh, it's even what's even worse about it is that it was just so bland. I can take a bad movie. Like, for example, uh, Don't Fuck in the Woods. That's a horrible movie. <laughs> but there are certain um, assets to it. You know what I mean? At least I will remember Don't Fuck in the Woods. Transference right. has absolutely not. There's, there's not. It's almost like nothing. It's like two hours of watching paint dry. Yeah, I had to bring it up just to remember. Just, which just one. Google bitch resting bitch face. Oh, I have it up. I ended up watching <laughs> that other one you told me to watch too. Which one? The the ninja chick with the mask. Ninja chick with a mask. Yeah, you know the oh blood uh, widow. Yeah. That's that's uh. <laughs> You know, I remember that being a lot better than it actually is. What did you think of that one? You know, after listening to you talk and then watch it, yeah, like you you told it word by movie, I usually like do. exactly yeah. on it. But I don't know; it's, it's kind of cheesy. I, re- I remember yeah. watching that like four years ago and thinking, "This is not bad." She's like a ninja with a whip, and she's <laughs> k- killing off these kids. And that scene, too, that where you said he was came out of the window, and she's just hanging there and chops. Yeah, but she's got a hand up, as if. Yeah. And then you see the whole house, and there's nothing there for her to hang on to. Uh, do, you think, do you think the old couple knew about her? Quite possibly. Okay, because that was the feeling I got at the ending. I didn't think that much into it, but sure. (laughs) I mean, she killed them too, so fuck them anyway. Did she? Yeah, remember they went back to the Yeah, I remember they came back. And then she killed them also. But I, what, what gave it away, because when she got off the phone with them and they were like, oh, they had quite an evening. So I was like thinking that's, they met her and that's why she said that. Oh, mm-hmm. after they sold them a fully furnished house. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't bring anything. No. But yet, the scene cut to them unpacking all these boxes. Well, yeah, it was like one box with three plates in it. And she's like, okay, I'm done packing. And then that's it. Yeah, I okay. That's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's what you get. <laughs> uh, let's get over to Sydney, Australia. Here comes Team from the Horror for Dummies crew. Uh, subject line, what's up? 
Hey guys, we're just Darian, whoever is present this week. Just a quick one this week. I caught your Patreon episode on Willy's Wonderland. And man, I have to say, well done. That episode was one of the most enjoyable pieces of audio that has ever been recorded. I laughed my ass off numerous times, thanks to your co-host. Have you seen Willy's Wonderland? Mm-hmm. That's a good show, right? Yeah, I liked it a lot. So I watched it with my kids, mm-hmm. and I brought them in here, and we talked about it for a Patreon episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, a lot of fudging around with the microphones. Oh. <laughs> a lot of, uh, hey, I'm over here. I'm over here. Uh, I think I recorded about two hours of audio, whittled it down to about 14 minutes. You should have recorded it live. Oh, yeah. I mean, on video, so they could have watched the kids like going Chase each other around just... while I'm yelling at them to sit down and talk about Willie's Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for listening, Tim. That was very cool of you. If it's not too much to ask, I would honestly love to hear more of these episodes. Well done, D. Well done. Well, yeah, you got it, man. I will exploit my children from here until the sun goes down. Fellow inmates, this is Tim speaking to you. I have possessed Darian and will be taking over his vocal cords for a quick second for a short announcement. This is a call to everyone listening right now. Make sure you join the Padded Room Podcast Patreon account and check this episode out. I guarantee you it's worth every cent. On top of that, you can choose a theme for a month. It's honestly some of the best money I've spent, and I think you guys should jump on this as well. Darian, I now release you. Woo! Thanks, Tim. Hope you all have a great week. Please, no injuries or surgeries or illness this week. Everyone look after yourselves and remember to smile. He's talking to you, Monica. Oh, I'm smiling. You better be. Thanks for writing in, Tim. You're a beautiful man. And thank you for checking out that Patreon episode. You wouldn't think that would be as difficult as it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, and then on top of that, there was like we had to have a serious conversation about whether or not animatronic animals are real and whether or not they know where we live. And they appre- do. And appreciate us talking about them on the, mm-hmm. on the show. So that was a whole thing. Uh, here comes the cowboy right here in Reno, Nevada. Do you remember those guys from Knott's Berry Farm? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Knott's Berry Farm, Chuck E. Cheese had them. Mm-hmm. There was another place called Showtime, which mm. was basically like a bargain basement uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay. They had a few at Kingscape for a while. Oh. Um, I don't know if they still do or not. <clears throat> All right, Cowboy. Subject line, new co-hosts. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and someone made it in tonight. <laughs> With listening to the latest Insomnia show, Darian, you have your new co-host right there. You see that? You're fired, Monica. <laughs> Let me get Daphne in here. We're going to talk about uh, ghost rape. <laughs> uh, and they can't run away since they live with you. <laughs> Best wishes for Monica and her recovery. Hope it's going smoothly. Glad to hear she's doing better so far. I did get to watch the vid you posted with Monica and the Oculus Quest. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm down for the challenge as it looks like fun. I'll definitely be looking into the deep ones as I love me some Lovecraftian weirdness. As for the mention of the Toxic Avenger remake, I think the only reason to check it out will be for Peter Dinklage and hopefully some good boobs. For Educate, if you can hold your notebook a little higher to the left, it'll make it easier for me to read. (laughs) Ha ha, I knew it. Motherfucker, he's creeping around my backyard at night reading the Educate uh Darian section off my notebook uh managed to catch a few movies this week they uh, this week I thought they were pretty decent The Banishing The Curse of Buckout Road and Interior I've seen Interior that one's not too bad Hmm. uh the weird rapper guy decides he's gonna go live in the woods oh and gets all fucked up and starts seeing things and it might be haunted too Hmm. 
and watched Willy's Wonderland. Fucking awesome movie. Mm-hmm. It'll be one I buy soon and watch over. I love that show. Also, did get a chance to go kayaking, though the water was still a bit cold and it felt good to get out on the lake again. If you are still interested, we can play in something when it warms up a bit more, even if, it, even if it's just hitting the marina. Though I know a few great spots at the lake northwest of us. Added a pic that gave me a chuckle. Hope everyone has a great week and catch you on the flip, cowboy. Oh, he's got a uh, COVID-19 reanimator meme. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> good one, cowboy. <clears throat> all right. Looks like that's all we got on the emails. Let's get into our voicemails here. Have you seen that Jacob's wife? I have not. I've heard mm-hmm. good things, though. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Any good? No? I'm amazed at her. How good she looks. For what is she, like 65 or something like no, that? No, she's younger than what I thought. How old is she? Do you know? I thought she was 61. I, th- I know she's in her 60s, I think. Uh, she is still highly touchable, if you touch yet, yeah, f- uh, for me, in my opinion. Oh, uh, yeah, 62. 62? Mm-hmm. God damn, son. Yeah, 62. Yeah. And I kept looking at the the husband, and I was like, who is that guy? I know that guy. And then after I Googled it, I was like, I knew it was that guy. Who's she married to? No, no, no. In the movie? Oh. Um, what's his name? Hmm. Uh, you know, the guy, uh, fuck, it doesn't show his name. That guy. Is that Larry Fessenden? Yes, oh, that she's guy. Married to, oh, that no, show, he just plays movie. it in the hot. Okay. Yeah. I was, was like, going to say, if she's guy. married to goddamn Larry Fessenden, then there is hope for me yet. Because <laughs> I know I'm better looking than Larry motherfucking Fessenden. God damn it. All right, we got a voicemail here. It's uh, your pod boyfriend, Monica. Here comes Mr. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy? It's been forever. Hey-yo! Hey-yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate? Hey, we're here. I hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's good. Miss Monica, hope you're you're on the mend, getting better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just calling real quick. Uh, I actually did have a couple of things. Oh, Uh, sure. First thing was about uh, Darian's uh, 3D virtual wrist <laughs> thing. Uh, yeah. Darian, I don't know who the fuck you think you're fooling <laughs> with this. Oh, yeah, it's got these horror games. Yeah, you're going to watch. Dude, you're using that shit for porn. I am. Come on now. Yep. Everybody knows it. Just let's <laughs> move on. Yeah, uh, I, I did I that, did too. I actually have something on the uh, horror news. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, not sure uh, who's who else is a big fan of this, but I'm a huge King Diamond fan. Sure. And uh, for those of you who don't know, you know, all of his uh, albums are like story, you know, concept albums, you mm-hmm. know, haunted houses, possessed kids, all that fun shit. Well, I guess they're uh, turning them into uh, comic books. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm not much of a comic guy, but I don't know, for King Diamond, maybe maybe I could be a comic dude. Um, oh, on the What Are You Looking At department? Yeah. And I was, when you said, hey, we're going to do uh, stuff that's on uh, Tubi, and it's like all free. I was like, oh, cool, you know, yeah. I'm going to actually keep up with them this time, and sure. I'll catch all the flicks that they're watching. And, and then you're going to call and yell at Be able to add something to the conversation, but then, uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, I got, uh, hmm. someone signed me up for the Amazon Prime thing. Okay. And I've, it's, I've been, like, on it for a bit, but I don't know. It's, I never really saw nothing or wasn't anything, all that. And then, 
I don't know if it got my algorithm right or whatever, but they have like a shitload of Dario Argento flicks on there. So I'm like, oh, oh fuck yeah. yeah, man! So I, I got to watch uh, Deep Red again. That's a good and, one. Uh, uh, was it Cat of Nine Tails? Was fun. Sure. I'd actually never seen that one. Uh, they also had Opera on there, one of my personal That's favorites one of, my, of yeah. uh, Argento's. But That's a good one. Uh, they also had the fucking Suspiria remake. Ah. Has anybody? I know you guys have probably talked about this. What a fucking piece of Three shit! Three hours. And I, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can help me out on this one here. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna take Suspiria and you're gonna remake it, why the fuck would you do that? Like, <sighs> of all the fucking things you could do with that, why that? I mean, I don't know. And it, it really it, it didn't need to be Suspiria. And no. this kind of got me thinking, like, what, what was it? Was it, like, uh, you know, okay, so here's the thing. Like, you could call that, like, Dance Hall of the Dead or sure. Dance of the Doomed or sure. whatever. It didn't need to be Suspiria. I would agree. I mean, it had very little to do with the actual original story. He got GP'd, uh, but he did call back. G motherfucking P. G motherfucking P. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. But here's my thing. Like, okay, it didn't need to be called Suspiria. Yeah. And it might have been actually halfway decent. But you throw in all this, like, historical context, and then you got to mix in, the, you know, the three mothers' stories. Right. And, yeah, I think if it was just, like, Dance Hall of the Doomed or whatever or Dance of the Dead or something like that, it's okay. It, yeah. It's its own thing. But when you're expecting uh, Suspiria, you know what I mean? And, and you, they give you that. And, and that brought my other point up. Like, okay, well, here's the thing. Let's say they did call it fucking Dance Hall of the Dead. Mm-hmm. They didn't include any of the three mothers in there. And, you know, they just kind of, yeah, it, it's far enough away to where it could be its own thing. Sure. And I don't think... Uh, I don't think anybody would have fucking said, oh, they're ripping off Suspiria, you know. No. But would you have watched the fucking thing? And that's like, <sighs> well, maybe maybe that's their whole point. They got me to watch their stupid-ass fucking flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in two and a half fucking hours for it's that piece of shit? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's rough. That was a bad flick. I I almost called, like, right after it because <laughs> I was so fucking pissed, and I was going to start screaming. You're going to blame it, that it, on it, me, it's too. guy's fault. I mean... Probably Darian probably loves the flick. I mean, he, you know. Oh, right. He did. I did not. No, I did not. Chainsaw flick. God. Anyhow, uh, Darian, when are you going to give us us an easy one on the educating department, man? Hey, I stumped Cowboy. No fucking clue again. Okay. Anyway, this one's going to be an easy one. Love you, Lack family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Bye bye. Monica, you saw the Suspiria remake, right? Yes. It's long. Yes. That. Boring. There's one cool part. There is? Yeah, it's the part where she's doing the dance and the chick downstairs is like pretzeling herself. Oh, starting to break in half. Yeah, she like snaps in half. That part was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The remaining two hours and 45 minutes, (sighs) fuck me. What a horrible And on top of that, they didn't, when they actually showed the dance Mm -hmm. that they've been rehearsing, it was pretty lackluster, really. It was like uh, J-Lo backup dancer (sighs) quality. Is what I would say. Maybe Shakira. Maybe. It's. I, I think Tom, Tom Hardy's onto something, though. If they had just called it something else, whittled it down to maybe a tight two hours, 
I may not be as mad at it. I don't know why it had to be that long to begin yeah, with. No. There was nothing no. in it. There was a lot of uh, footage of chicks walking around a gloomy old German village mm -hmm. for no reason. Yeah. Forget it. And starving themselves. Yeah. Tilda yeah. Swinton looked <laughs> like next to dead in that one. <gasps> Ooh. I mean, she usually looks like that. But now, in mm -hmm. that one, she looked like one foot in the grave. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, that's all we got on the listener mail, kiddo. You got anything for Tom Hardy, Tim, uh, Cowboy, or Kevin? Uh, I did, actually. I wanted to put a, a, a request out to everyone. Okay. Um, if anybody knows where I can find a copy of the American Satan movie on DVD, mm -hmm. I have looked everywhere and cannot find it. What about Blu-ray? I can't be Blu-ray. Why can't you be Blu-ray? Because it's a DVD. I'll buy you a fucking Blu-ray player. They're like 25 I, bucks. I, I don't even think I could have. I found it even on Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. Oh, It shit. was not on Amazon. See, Can dude, you believe that? Uh, that makes... Well, because it's probably streaming on Amazon Prime, right? I don't think so. Really? The movie? Or you can rent it digitally on Amazon Prime? I don't know. Because I noticed that's a thing with them. Is that if you're trying to buy a hard copy and they have it streaming, you can, it's huh. pretty hard to find. No, I just wanted to buy a copy. Okay. Yeah. I'll see what if I can dig up. Any inmates out there can tell me a website. Shoot us a link. Yeah, please. please. All right, dude. Let's get, us, get ourselves into a movie, shall we? Yep. This is the house. That's right, love. It's Paranormal Attraction from 2020, you motherfucker. <laughs> mm. This one got 2.6 stars on IMDb, which is two full points below transference. Uh, that sounds about right. It's directed by Alex T. Wang, written by Richard Aguirre, stars Brooklyn Haley, Nicole Sinaglia, and Hunter Johnson. Hmm. Now, I thought I was being smart. I thought I was uh, with this 2B thing. And I, I went on there onto the horror section and I picked newer movies. This one was released last year. It was pretty new. But I fucked myself when I didn't look at the actual rating of the movie. And if I had taken the time to do a little homework, I would have noticed that this one is rated TV 14, Miss Monica. Oh, God. TV 14. <laughs> just like uh, Transference. Transference. 
Fuck! So what we have here is another boring, soulless, asinine uh, movie that I don't understand how it even got made. Uh, in concept, I feel, I feel like the concept is solid. Uh, if you take just the bare bones, like an outline of the script, it could be good. It could fit into like a Conjuring universe or some, something like that. But when you water it down to TV-14, which is, I think, like a made-for-TV movie, more or less. Or isn't uh, that like for kids? Yeah, well... Like kids can watch there's it. There's some suggestible language here, but that's about mm. it. Oh, it's fucking bad. Okay, all right. So as you might guess by the title, Inmates, it's uh, it's basically a ghost. Uh, para- it's, it's like Fatal Attraction, but with a ghost is what they're going with. And like I said, conceptually, that could be pretty cool. You know, ghost falls in love with a living person and then becomes all creepy and stalkery with it. And maybe like a little ghost rape or something like that. Uh, that That's where we're, we're going to be. But unfortunately, this, like every part of this has been so watered down and diluted that it's just boring is what it boils down to. So we start off with a, uh, a police... Uh, Unit breaking into a house, weapons drawn. Uh, they go through and they find a dead body in the in the bedroom. Young lady, bloody on the bed, and uh, somebody yelling in the bathroom. So they open the bathroom door and we see a guy. Uh, a guy. A guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I don't know, late forties. Uh, he's holding a butcher knife and he's pacing back and forth and he's going, "Why wouldn't she love me? Why wouldn't she love me?" And then he lunges at the cops and they shoot him down. All right, so that's the, that's the start, and we're off to a promising start. Now, you got my attention. Uh, from there, we're going to cut to a couple years later. Same house. Uh, we're going to meet the realtor, a portly lady by the name of Melanie, who is doing her best impression of one of the real housewives of Southern California. Uh, and she has hired another young lady by the name of Sarah. And as we're going to learn via some very hurried-up dialogue in the driveway... The previous that's occupants, Melanie. that's not Melanie. Yeah, it says that was uh, Melanie. That's the actress that played Melanie? Yeah, that was uh, this no. woman. Whoa, she looks way hotter right there. Oh, okay. In the movie, she looks like she's pushing about uh, 220, easy. Hmm. Uh, maybe they just... Uh... Oh, yeah, they had a big girl picture of her, too. Oh, yeah, I okay. just saw that maybe one. Maybe she got in shape okay. or had to... Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what she looks like in the movie. Okay. I had a gastric sleeve or something. <laughs> I don't know what she did. <laughs> uh, but uh, she is hired. Now, Sarah is played by Brooklyn Haley. A very attractive young lady. I'm going to say probably either Hispanic or Native American. Screaming hot. Not that good of an actress. I'm sorry. But it's she looks uh, bored and annoyed throughout the entire movie. But... About 50-50 on the board and annoyed uh, situation. But she has been hired uh, to basically clear out the house of all the belongings left by the previous family. Because the previous family that owned the house just up and vanished. Completely. Gone. Nobody knows where they went or what they did. So the bank foreclosed. Bank is using Melanie to sell the house. Uh, Melanie is using Sarah to clear out all the crap. And uh, get the place spick and span by the end of the month for resell. All right, now there's a couple of problems with this. Number one, mm-hmm. Sarah is way too hot to be uh, 
like a mover. You know what I mean? And she weighs all of about, uh, I, I don't think she even breaks 100 pounds. She's very attractive. And I don't see her like lifting bed frames or knowing how to unplug a stove or anything like that. Now, if we had like a couple of dollars behind the production, we could have her come in with a crew and, you know, she could dismiss, you know, have a couple of, uh, who's that? That was the other girl in the movie. Seneglia? Uh, Nicole Seneglia? Evelyn. Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Well, she looks a lot better there. She plays a police officer oh, okay. in the movie. Okay. And the uniform that she has to wear is like three sizes too big for her. So <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. Wait, no. This one is the officer. This one played the officer. No, that played the friend. They must have this all jacked up because it says uh, right here, Jackie Falcon played somebody named Officer. Uh, Jackie Falcon? Yeah. I don't have a Jackie Falcon in, in my... Uh, hmm. Hold on, I'm pulling her up on IMDb. Was it Officer Sanchez? I got uh, Nicole Singalia as Evelyn Bennett. She's the police officer. Hmm. I think you're looking at the wrong movie there. No, I'm Buster. not. Right here. See? Officer Sanchez. Oh, she's the cop that comes in at the very... She's in it for like oh, 13 okay. seconds. Okay. She's the they one that kicks the door in at the very beginning. Yeah, she's hot. I like okay. her. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Could have used a lot more of her in the movie, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, so that's kind of kind of weird that she that you got this 19 year old screaming hot uh chick that could be a model and she's going to be a mover for this okay interesting interesting casting choice uh we could have fixed this with a little writing but that's fine um so nicole or excuse me uh sarah goes in and she's going to vlog she has dreams of of, of starting her own moving business which is a little strange for somebody that looks like that. But she starts vlogging and she's doing like all these before shots. And all of the family stuff is still there. Fully furnished. Uh, big screen TVs, appliances, bed. So Sarah decides she's just going to stay there at the house. And we're going to find out why in a few minutes. Uh, while she's cleaning it up. And she's got like to the end of the month to get it all done. So she's just hanging. Heated pool outside mm-hmm. with a hot tub. Mm. Uh What's her name? Melanie warns her, though, that vagrants have been getting into the house because mm. it's an abandoned house with a heated pool. Mm-hmm. So watch out for that. And apparently we're in Southern California, too. So mm. that part does make sense. So you're like, okay, yeah, no problem. Uh, doesn't ask any questions about the previous family. Mm. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, starts uh, walking around with her YouTube channel, uh, <laughs> vlogging all the crap. And, oh, here's a big screen TV. So... I don't know what she's getting paid to do this, but what happens if that does happen? What happens to all the family stuff? Does she get to keep it, or do they? Normally, they would auction. In reality, they would have yeah. an estate auction. Mm-hmm. People would come in and bid on it, and then the bank would take all the proceeds from that, right? And then sell the property. Yeah. So in this instance, and if there was a will, yeah, you well, got to do whatever the will says. They're not legally dead; they're just vanished, oh, okay. according to Melanie. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. I don't know. We're just going to have to go with this, Monica. Okay. That's what we're doing. Uh, it's interesting. Now, that night, uh, she's laying down in the master bedroom, and the, the bathroom door creaks open. <laughs> Pretty scary stuff. I got a creaky door over there, Monica. So she's like, oh. Now, every time she goes to sleep in this house, mm-hmm. um, this, this could have been pretty cool, but it's not. Every time she goes to sleep in this house, she has an orgasm. 
And that, if, if, if I stumbled upon this house, I'm going to make an offer on okay. the house. And I'm going to take a lot of naps, too. Because every time she uh, lays down, ah, ah. Now, there, there are certain uh, connotations that she might just be masturbating. But those scenes are so dark and there's no nudity involved that all you really see is her, like, tossing and turning in bed. And, ah, ah, oh, yeah, give it to me. I feel like you're uh, describing the Black Room or movie. The Black Room movie? Yeah, where the lady goes down to the basement. And oh, well, goes, she was yeah. riding the uh, the washing machine. Oh. Remember that? That was Natasha Henstridge. Yes. That, mm-hmm. that was a shitty movie. <laughs> I mean, this one's bad. This one's pretty bad, too. I would think that movie was better than this uh, movie. That one had Lynn Shea and Natasha Henstridge in it, yeah. so that's like four points. Okay. On IMDb. This one has just nobody uh, at all. So the next day, her two, her best friend and her boyfriend come by. A uh, mm-hmm. young lady by the name of Kelly and her quote-unquote boyfriend, Nick. Now, yeah. a little pr- something that the director of photography should have noticed mm-hmm. is that Nick periodically throughout the movie is wearing a wedding ring. Mm. That's never addressed. Oh. They're not married. Oh, he's my boyfriend. <laughs> okay. And the, the wedding ring kind of comes and goes. Oh. They'll be wearing it in one scene. Uh, in oh. like the same setting, it'll, it'll vanish for a second. Then uh-huh. it'll come back. And then it'll vanish again. And then he'll be like waving by and you can see the wedding ring again. Oh. So that's kind of something you got to look. They forgot about that. They kind of got to yeah. look out for that kind of thing. Especially if you're painting these two as these frivolous college kids. Mm. You can't be married there, Nick. Yeah. Uh, or if you are, it's fine. You just have to address aye, it. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, don't let your wife find out that you're over here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. can't just have this vanishing, reappearing wedding ring, dude. It's distracting. <laughs> All right, so... Kelly's a bit of a um, hippy-dippy type. And because she's a hippy-dippy type, that means that she's automatically psychic. Oh. And she's getting weird vibes from the house, Miss okay. Monica. She's okay. like, oh, I don't know. who. Let's just stay outside. We'll have a little pool party. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, they come, they go. She goes, oh, be careful in this house. Mm-hmm. And they have a little dialogue about Sarah's ex-boyfriend, guy by the name of Jeff. Okay. Jeff was an abusive a-hole, uh-huh. and she is kind of hiding out from Jeff because oh. he's also, I guess, the uh, obsessive type. So he's looking for her. There was some kind of a situation in which he handcuffed her to a uh, radiator or something like that. Oh. So uh, police had to get involved. There is a restraining order against this mysterious Jeff. What did she do to deserve that? Uh, she was naughty. <laughs> she was naughty. <laughs> Don't you be naughty, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, to break out the handcuffs. Uh, she didn't like it, though. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she forgot the safe word, and he left her there for a couple of days. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but she's traumatized by it. And she's like, what if he finds me? And Kelly's like, he's not going to find you here. This house is weird, though. We're getting out of here. So they leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, that night, more ooky spooky stuff. This time, Sarah thinks she hears somebody jump into the pool. There's like a big splash. Oh, uh-huh. So she calls the police. Uh-huh. They come over. <laughs> And this is where things get a bit even dumber. Now, two cops, two cops come by. One of them is like a curmudgeon old guy. He has two lines the entire movie. The other one is Officer Evelyn Bennett. Okay. Who is a cop, and that's fine. And so, okay, so Evelyn gives her the car. He's like, I'm new to the police force. If you need me, give me a call. And mm-hmm. Sarah's like, oh, okay. And then there's that weird scene where, like, 
Evelyn is leaving the house, and Sarah's like got her card, and she's like watching her leave, and she's like, "Oh, oh God!" Now that's fine. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, okay. You want to you want to do like a same sex thing? Uh, hey, it, you know it's 2021. By mm-hmm. all means. Problem: uh, the lady that played Officer Bennett, uh-huh. the actress, could easily be the mother of the actress that played Sarah. <laughs> that's a, that's a little creepy. Okay. I just I mean, yeah, I'm all for the same mm-hmm. sex thing. Mm-hmm. And like if if that was a if that was a guy, mm-hmm. it would be creepy because mm-hmm. he would be like probably in his late forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah appears to be nineteen, oh, 20 yeah, tops. that's creepy. But too. she's giving Evelyn the uh, the come fuck me eyes. Oh, and Evelyn's like, oh, gay, okay, yeah. I, mm. It's kind of weird. It's kind of it's a little weird. All right, well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Kelly calls and she's like, it automatically made me think. I wouldn't want to eat old vagina. I wouldn't want to either. If I'm 19, uh, no thank you. No, no. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's like kids. Has she had kids? It's going to be all. Yeah, you can pressure uh, me, but I don't want to return the favor. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll get in there with like a, uh, what, what, what do you want to strap on? I'll do that. Uh, I got some tools I can use on you. I, just, I, I don't know that I want my mouth yeah. on, on there. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna I like, agree. It's going to be like a yeah. ham sandwich down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but she gave her the fuck me eyes mm-hmm. as she left, and you know <laughs> Evelyn was showing uh, receptive to it. So uh, after she leaves, Kelly calls and she's like, "Oh my god, Kelly! I just met this this cop," and and Kelly's like, "Ew, is he cute?" Now while they're having this conversation, uh-huh. Nick is performing oral on Kelly. Oh, he okay. is under the blankets. And uh, there's no nudity involved Uh in this scene other than him coming up for air. Oh. And she's like eating licorice and talking to uh, Sarah on the phone while that's Uh happening. It's very stupid. Uh, So she's like, it's not a he, it's a she. And she's like, oh, girl, get your freak on. All right. Okay, then. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. Uh, That night rolls around. She goes to sleep. She has another orgasm. This time we get like a a nifty little dream sequence Mm -hmm. of uh, her basically waking up, walking around the house, uh, walking back to the bedroom where she finds herself uh, being made love to, had sex with uh, a, a dude on top of her. And she's like smiling back at herself as the guy is banging away on her. Mm hmm. And we can't really see the guy, but then she wakes up again and she's like, oh, what? what? So that was a nightmare, I guess. Uh, no nudity involved in this oh. thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she's like, what? And wakes up again. And then she's like, okay. Starts while she thinks she hears the door, uh-huh. like open and close. So naturally, she better call the police so Officer Evelyn can come by, yeah. which she does. And uh, she's like, hey, everything okay? I don't know. Uh oh. It's uh, hey, do you want to have lunch later or something? <laughs> okay. So the paranormal, I'm going to blast through a lot of this because it's a big fucking waste of time. The paranormal activity ramps up. It all culminates. Uh, eventually, Evelyn grows a pair. Well, kind of grows a pair. Ask Sarah out to lunch. They go to a, a, bake, a, a grilled cheese place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's like their first date. But she does it like she calls her. And she comes to check out the house, and she's like, you want to get something to eat? And she's like, sure. It's like, okay, hop in my squad car. And then they drive to go have, like, a date in uniform. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's frowned upon. Okay. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about police officers. Uh, So that's fun. 
Uh, now they're like falling in love. Oh, well, good for them. Uh-huh. By all means, it's kind of weird seeing them though, because yeah. she's so old. You know? Yeah. It's, it gives me like a creepy vibe. Mom and daughter. Yeah. Feel. You yeah. Know? And later on, they they don't have a sex scene, but they do make out extensively. Oh. And there's like wrinkles, and then there's. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just weird and the, uh, the god bless uh brooklyn haley the actress that plays sarah because uh-huh. she you can tell she is not into it and she's, yeah you can always tell when they are not i think the i think uh nicole Senaglia, the uh-huh. actress that played evelyn was into it because she's coming in like <laughs> and the actress that played sarah is like Mwah. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> It's a little weird, man. It's a little bit maybe if you're going to shoot that scene, maybe get some tequila in them or something. Yeah. You know? yeah well, maybe the other girl really is lesbian. Good so for her. Yeah, she's down with it, but yeah. the other chick is not, if so she, she's very uncomfortable. If the older chick is a lesbian, this is like a dream come true. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to get my mouth on this hot 19-year-old Latina, yeah. and she's like, Argh. Oh, yeah, I'd have to be loaded. <laughs> <laughs> There's our sex scene. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you. Get out of here. <laughs> so at that at that point, uh, Kelly gets even more hippy dippy, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna come over for a barbecue pool party and invite your new girlfriend, the cop." And she's like, "Okay, perfect." So it's like a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, before that, I have to mention that uh, Nick, Kelly's boyfriend, calls Officer Evelyn. And for a, a secret meeting at the park. Oh. So they go to a park bench and meet. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, Officer Evelyn, I got to tell you about Sarah's ex-boyfriend, Jeff. Oh, okay. He's a real prick and he handcuffed her to the thing. And wouldn't you fucking know who what? just happens to be walking through that park right past that park bench? But goddamn Jeff himself, Monica. Oh, my God. Goddamn Jeff himself. How did he know? How did he even know? Yeah. And right Right to that fucking park bench. Wow. So he goes marching over there. He's uh-huh. a dentist, by the way. Oh. And he's still in his dentist scrubs. Because oh. that's what dentists do. <laughs> of course. And he's yeah. like, hey, Nick, you still talking to my bitch, Sarah? And Evelyn's like, where were you last night, you son of a bitch? And he's like, none of your damn business, officer. And he, she's like, well, I want to know your whereabouts. And he's like, I was in Vegas at a dental convention. Want to see the pictures of all the pussy I got? Look at all these bitches. Now, I don't mean to to stereotype, but it is it it does come into play later that Jeff happens to be an African-American. And that's going to become a thing here in Uh a second, because first off, what the who who wrote this? All right. You really expect me to believe they're having this clandestine meeting at a random park bench and they don't want Sarah to know about it. Right. And lo and behold, yeah. Who the fuck should walk through that park at that park bench at that exact time but the guy that they are conspiring about? So that would tell me that Jeff is following Nick. That would tell me that the writer of this is a lazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that would tell me. But if you want to read that into it, mm-hmm. sure, go right ahead. Uh, anyway, they can't pin anything on Jeff as much as they'd like to. And Jeff's like, yeah, I'm going to go get some more pussy. Ha ha! And they're like, all right, you fucking clown. So they leave, and now Evelyn knows about <gasps> Jeff. So we know that, that we've met the uh, the crazy ex-boyfriend, abusive prick guy, who apparently likes to handcuff chicks to radiators. Uh, now, at this point, it's time for our big barbecue bash uh-huh. that is going to be held there. 
And there's some more paranormal crap that goes on that I'm blazing past. Uh, at one point, Sarah gets a bunch of boxes uh, packed up, and then she leaves the room for 13 seconds, comes back, and all the shit is everywhere. Oh, the old the old uh, poltergeist yeah. gag. There's another one where she comes back in the room, and all the cabinets are open. It's we've seen it before. There's nothing original here, so oh. it's huh. It, it, that's how it's. But it's escalating, is what we're trying to say. Uh, from there, uh, it's time for our big barbecue bash okay. and here comes Evelyn and Sarah and, uh, we're going to play some pool. There's going to be a pool montage. Uh-huh. Uh, Evelyn's going to carry Sarah, you know, pick her up and like, oh, everybody's in a bikini. Everybody's in a bikini. Okay. Nick and, uh, Nick is there uh-huh. with, uh, Kelly. Okay. Uh, Kelly's still getting the weird vibes though. Mm. Like, Ooh, there's, there's a weird thing going on. So at this point, uh, we've all got some some booze in us. Uh, we're playing a game of truth or dare. Of course, of we course. Are. And uh, nothing nothing really that exciting happens until it's Nick's turn. Uh, somebody says truth or dare, and they're like, uh, "Tell us about the first boner you got, or something like that." And Nick is explaining his first boner. He looks over Sarah's shoulder and sees like a shadowy figure in the back porch uh, sliding glass door, and he immediately becomes possessed. And he's like, you guys are lesbians. You sicken me. And Kelly's like, shut up, you asshole. So Nick grabs her head and starts pounding it into the, the table. Oh. And Evelyn's like, you're under arrest, you jackass. So he grabs her and starts choking her. Uh, Sarah's like, oh, my God, stop. So Nick like gets distracted, and that's when Evelyn hits him over the head with a beer bottle. He smashes into the pool, and then uh, when he comes to he's like oh my god what happened and kelly's there and she's like guys seriously i think this house is possessed by a demon so we need to do a a full (laughs) cleanse on this okay and nick's like oh my god i'm so sorry it's okay baby i know it wasn't you it was the demon oh Oh. Oh, my God. Okay. Good news, Sarah, sweetie. I'm going to bring my full uh, demon exercising regalia over tomorrow morning, and we're going to exercise this bastard. Oh. Because now, all of a sudden, Kelly is the exorcist. Okay. Here's the best part. We're going to cut to the next morning when the exorcism is going to take place. What do you you think she's going to show up with? Um, just before answering that question, the, the other one stayed in the house like that Which night. One? Sarah? Oh, yeah. yeah. She yeah, yeah, yeah. stayed there yeah. with this happening. Yeah, okay, because I would have left. Well, no. No, yeah. she can't oh. leave because uh, some kind of a contract with Melanie, she has to be on the premises the whole time Oh, okay. to prevent vandalism okay. or something like that. I don't know. Let me guess. She showed up with holy water and a cross. That would make more sense than and, what she actually showed up with. And some sage. Uh, well, there was sage, oh, okay. uh, but what she actually <laughs> showed up with was a Native American gift store dream catcher. <laughs> and she walks into the house, jingling it around, okay. like it's going to do, like, oh, I got this dream catcher. Wow. Next, like, is that going to catch the demon? No, it's for catching dreams that about the demon. Hang it from the ceiling. <laughs> wow. So, apparently there was no props department, and... We're just going to pretend like, uh, I, I, I don't know what we're going for. We're just going to pretend that Catholicism oh. or any previous exorcism okay. movie has nothing to do with anything, I guess. Okay, well, whatever. Huh. Now, at this point, uh, Jeff is skulking around the outside of the house. Okay, uh-huh. This is the following morning. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what happens between then and there, because we're immediately going to jump to nighttime. 
And they're still setting shit up for the big oh, exorcism. Okay. But here's wow. the good news. Nick and uh, Kelly have stripped down to their underwear. Because <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know wow. why we had to be in our underwear for this. But, uh, oh, no, I do. She tried to half-ass explain it. Uh, Sarah comes out, and she's like, Sarah, you have to go get into your sexiest nightgown. And she's like, why? Because it's a, I think it's an incubus. He wants to have sex with you. So Sarah's like, uh, oh, right? Oh, my God. So to be fair, uh, uh-huh. Brooklyn Haley has a pretty nice body. Okay. And, like, she has a different nightgown for every single nighttime scene in this uh-huh. movie. <laughs> All right, so she goes and gets into a, like a bra and panty situation. They draw a big pentagram on the on the floor there, oh. and she lays down in the pentagram, and she's like, "Okay, go to sleep. We're just gonna we're just gonna wave our hands around in front of you like this. Cause this is gonna cleanse." And then she starts chanting a bunch of crap. Um, Jeff is now broken into the house, and he's sniffing Sarah's underwear in the bedroom really yeah and oh god the, the, now this house is probably about the size of my living room and kitchen put together it's very small oh, but geez. while he's in there sniffing uh the the panties uh-huh. he's yelling you fucking bitch you're mine <sighs> i'll get you you fucking cunt and he's like ripping up her dresses and stuff apparently they can't hear this wow all right well okay. whatever while he's in there uh on the verge of possibly beating off, the demon makes itself known, and it grabs Jeff. And we don't really see what happens after that. We just see the demon grab Jeff. Oh. Okay? okay? Now, at this point, now possessed <laughs> Jeff comes out, and he's like, Sarah, I'm here to bang you. <laughs> and Nick jumps up. He's like, hey, get the fuck out of here, Jeff. There's a restraining order. All the lights start flashing on and off, and like... <gasps> You can see people off camera, like, throwing dishes and laundry around. Like, oh, it's a big paranormal thing. Sarah's still asleep. Uh Jeff, possessed Jeff, who now has glowing red eyes, gets on top of her like, I want to bang you. Nick tries to pull him off him and gets his neck snapped. Well done. As that's going on, (laughs) wouldn't you know, wouldn't you fucking know, Officer Evelyn just happens to be driving by in her uniform that's three sizes too big, oh. runs inside because she sees all the lights going on uh-huh. and off, kicks the door in, sees uh, Jeff on top of Sarah, and immediately unloads a full magazine right in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, is this what we want to show? <laughs> I got to look and see what this writer looks like. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm the farthest thing from quote-unquote woke as you can possibly get. But in the year 2020, do we want to show a white policewoman emptying a magazine into a black man? I feel like whoever <laughs> this dude is just, like, wanted to have the token black guy that's all about hoes. Sure. Then we got to put in... But why is he a dentist? That's a weird twist. Oh, yeah, that is a weird twist. Okay. And now we take this uh, white girl who was dating a black man, and we're just going to flip her around and turn her into a lesbian, lesbian. Woman. sure. And, and then this... Yeah. The shooting? Sure. I wow. Know, we, we are all over the place here. Yeah. What the strangest part about this was, was the, the guy, the actor that played Jeff, uh-huh. very articulate. And I he didn't even try to thug it up at all. He's like, I'm getting <laughs> oh pussy, you see? God. I was in Vegas with my hoes and whores. Very strange. <laughs> I got to look this writer up. Well, please do. I would love to see some other work of his. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's all well and good. Uh, 
Evelyn and this th- this could be our happy ending right here. But Evelyn and Sarah go out and she's like, "Oh my god, you saved me." She's like, "Yeah." And then here comes Kelly. Oh my god, Nick is dead, but you killed Jeff, so that's okay. And when you killed Jeff, you killed the demon too. So, well done. And then they go back inside and Evelyn is like, "Uh, we need to call this in." But all of a sudden, Evelyn is acting very spacey about it. So she's like, uh, I mean, let's get rid of the evidence, I think. So Sarah's like, Evelyn, are you okay? And then Evelyn just puts a bullet right into Kelly's head. Kills Kelly. Okay. And she's like, oh my God, Evelyn, no, you're the demon now. And Evelyn's like, oh yeah, Sarah, I love you. Why don't you love me? She's like, uh, you're a demon. I love Evelyn. Evelyn, you have to fight it. And then eventually, uh, Evelyn just... Oh, yeah. Well, that kind of makes sense. (laughs) Evelyn just uh, shoots and murders Sarah and then kind of walks out of the the house. Wow. That's the end. Well, that's not quite the end of your movie. Fast forward probably a month or two. uh, Melanie has now sold the house to another couple. And Officer Demon Evelyn stops by and she's like, I'm your personal uh, guardian officer. I'll be keeping a tight eye on you. And they're both like, creepy. And that's the end of your movie there, Monica. That is Paranormal Attraction. So she just got another version of Jeff. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, except, yeah, 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 she just killed her right there on the spot, though. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. There you have it. Okay. There you have it, man. Wow. Paranormal Attraction. No, no, you do get to see Sarah's ass crack for like 13 seconds. It is hot. There's a bath scene in which there is no nudity. Um, she has an orgasm in the bath too. And that's another part is that, uh, during this paranormal workup, she's taken a bath. Uh, at one point, somebody like holds her head underwater. Now you can see the hand that's holding her underwater and it's clearly an African American hand. So it could quite possibly be Jeff, but that's never broached or talked about. And when she pops out of the tub, she's like, Oh my God, that was crazy. And she never says anything to anybody about it. Or maybe there is somebody in my house and they just tried to fucking drown me for Christ's sakes. No, she just gets up, gets her clothes on, goes on about her business. Wow. Oh, it's bad, Monica. It's bad. This guy looks like he's trying to, like he's got a movie like Jennifer... Jennifer's body. Okay. He's got one called For Jennifer. That, oh, oh, he's one of those fucking Yeah. Guys. He's he, got one called Garlic and Gunpowder. Yep. Yeah. Knockoff artist is what he is. Yeah. I wouldn't... No. I would be willing to bet that the original script of this had a very extensive lesbian love scene. Complete with like... Wow. Nipple play. <laughs> nipple play. And sex toys. And stuff like that. We're, we're talking about Richard Aguirre, the guy that wrote this. He's a pudgy uh, Asian man, I believe. Was he Asian? Huh. He looks Asian. Yeah, he looks Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that would make a lot more sense. And then I think whichever studio put this out said, we'll do much better with a TV 14 rating. <laughs> Let's take out all your nasty sex stuff. And uh, what we have in its place is Paranormal Attraction from 2020. Oh, wow. If I have piqued your curiosity, ladies and gentlemen, you can find this gem, this 2.6 star gem on 2B TV. I'm going to warn you and tell you not to watch it. Uh, the main actress, Brooklyn Haley, pretty fucking hot. 
that's about it. You will not see, you'll see about four inches of her butt crack at one point, And that's really as good as it's going to get right there for you. I feel like I'm going to put it on just so I can watch the first 10 minutes and see what this is like. You're going to turn it off. You're going to be like, this is exactly as bad as Darian uh, suggested. I just have to see for myself. Hey, don't take my word for it. And by the way, if there's anybody out there that loved Paranormal Attraction, the Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com or 775-387-0275, I want to hear somebody defend this piece of shit. Oh. Jeez. I'm yeah. not mad. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not mad at it. Uh-huh. It just fits into that category of horror movies that have no soul. Yeah, no I'm going soul. to completely forget about it mm-hmm. uh, as soon as this goddamn Tubi month is over. And it's not going to get it. I don't think it's going to get any better next week. Mm. The one I have for the end of the month is actually pretty good. I've seen oh, that one before. Okay. So, all right, let's take us a little break, kiddo. Mm-hmm. We'll come back with some other stuff.
like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And I'm back. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just me for the rest of the show. Uh, Monica had to bounce. She can only sit for so long before it becomes very uncomfortable for her given the uh, the back surgery. So uh, she took off. She's done for the rest of the night. Hopefully she'll be back next week, although uh, it's not looking good given our selection of movies. <laughs> I think I ruined it for her. Uh, maybe she'll be back in June uh, after this whole shit is over with. But uh, I would like it. I would like to go on record that I am definitely open to a paranormal attraction. Like if there's a horny uh, ghost out there that just wants to come and and uh, diddle me periodically, we can keep it on the down low. You know what I'm saying? My wife doesn't have to know anything about it. You just uh, sneak right up on me and jerk me off, and <laughs> there you go. We have ourselves a working arrangement, my horny ghost friend. <laughs> I mean, really, if you don't even have, you 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 don't you can just watch me do it. You know, I'll probably get pissed off eventually. You know what? I'll do it myself, horny ghost. You're you're taking too long. You're not using the correct technique. I'll handle it from here. Thank you, thank you anyway. I appreciate the effort. Uh, I don't see what the problem is myself, but you notice the horny ghosts only go after hot chicks. Which makes me think that when you die, if you're a horny dude, you just hang out and somehow your dick still works. So that's good to know, I guess. All right, enough about this. Uh, how about a little, what are you looking at? I would like to know what your thoughts are on horny ghosts there, inmates. Do you like them? Do you want, do you want more ghost rape? This one could have gone, this movie could have been a lot better. And the, the key to it is it's got to have an R rating, dude. You're telling a sexual story, and you're not giving me... Uh, you can't you can't do that and not have sex in the movie, or at least some iteration of it. it I mean, we don't need to go full Barbara Hershey in the ent- entity with the ghost rape, but you got to show me something, man. You can't just have her tossing and turning at night, moaning, uh, and, and call that some kind of a, a sexy situation, because it's not. There's not, nothing sexy about it. I don't know. This movie could have been saved, but it was not. So I digress. Uh, What are you looking at is what we're doing next. I would love to hear your thoughts on ghost sex, (laughs) ghost paranormal attraction, whatever the hell it is. 
the padded room 2011 at hotmail.com or the mental health hotline area code 775-387-0275 or just call me and tell me uh defend this movie tell me what to give me a good movie recommendation of something that you saw on tubi that isn't as bad 2.6 stars for christ's sakes i know we can do better than that tubi all right what are you looking at What are you looking at? I only got one movie in this week. It's called Fried Barry. B-A-R-R-Y. As in a guy named Barry and he's been fried. It's from 2021. It's presently streaming on Shudder. It is bananas. So basically you have like this crackhead that gets abducted by aliens and his body gets taken over by one of the aliens and he's then beamed back down to Earth, where he gets to enjoy about 48 hours in Cape Town, South Africa. Just wandering around, getting himself in and out of trouble, having a lot of sex, which is kind of weird considering this guy looks like a crackhead. And uh, these chicks and prostitutes are just throwing themselves at him. It's interesting. It's an interesting movie. Uh, there are horror elements uh, there's some kid stuff involved. So just so you know, it's not bad though. It's definitely, uh, not the worst thing I've seen this week. That's for sure. Um, I would say go ahead and check it out. It's a little long. I think it comes in about two hours, but, uh, keep an eye on the director of this thing. I think he's going to, I think his name is Richard Kruger or something Kruger. Keep an eye on this dude. I think he's going to do some pretty good stuff. Uh, that's all I'm looking at this weekend, mates. Apologies for the short, sh- the short segment, but let's roll right into some immersion therapy, shall we? <laughs> immersion therapy. It's 12-hour shift on Hulu. Have you seen it? I'm not. It's a horror comedy, I guess you'd call it, about some organ harvesting that goes horribly awry. It's not a bad show. It's, it's also got, it stars Angela Bettis and Mick Foley, Mankind from the WWE. Um, it's not a bad show. I don't know how I feel about Angela Bettis. She's kind of become horror uh, royalty. I don't know if I'd call her royalty, but she's definitely been in a lot of horror movies. Uh, we'll know her from May. Uh, that shitty Carrie remake from 1998. Uh, what else? Uh, the Woman. Um, Toolbox Murders, the remake. Um, other good movies. She can be very attractive when she's dolled up. But she can also... like crank herself right out and that's what she did for this movie she's basically playing a nurse who has a black market organ harvesting gopher uh side business i guess and shit gets all fucked up when her usual runner uh doesn't show up and instead the dumb shittest blonde uh in this small podunk town tries to take his place naturally everything gets all fucked up it's not a bad show 
It's more of a comedy than a horror movie, I'd say, but it does involve uh, black market organ harvesting. So there's that. Check it out. I would, uh, I'd give it a recommend. It's, uh, it's got some very funny moments. Uh, your uh, immersion therapy for this week is going to be Hellfest from 2018, uh, streaming presently on Netflix. It stars Amy Forsyth, Rain Edwards, and one of my uh, celebrity crushes, Bex Taylor Klaus whom you'll know from other sort of horror movies like um, The Last Witch Hunter. She was in for like four minutes and other stuff like that. It's a pretty good show. I've, I've got to put a good movie in here to go with this Tubi horse shit because I can't stomach two bad movies in one week. And I do not have high hopes for the one coming up next week either. So there's that. Uh, that being said, check that out, inmates. We'll do the same. We can compare notes next week. Right now, you have to educate, not Miss Monica yet, but hopefully soon. She will be back to her full uh, potential. You're still stuck with me, kid. Educating Miss Monica. My clues from last week, I am a uh, want-to-be, I'm a wannabe heavy metal guitarist that can't play the guitar to save my goddamn life. I'm also a bit of a doofus, but once I make a deal with the devil, I turn into a rock god. I can play one of those double guitars with the two uh, necks coming out of it without even uh, strumming the strings. That's how good I am. And I got a, a porn star girlfriend. And uh, unfortunately, I have to eat a groupie like once every couple weeks to maintain my pact of evil and my status, I guess, whatever. So that sucks. I am, of course, Shock'em Dead, starring Tracy Lords and a bunch of other people that uh, that never went anywhere, I don't think. <laughs> that is a dumb fucking movie, but it's, it's very 80s and it's very fun to watch. Uh, cowboy, I got you this time, you son of a bitch. Shock them dead. IMDb it or look up Tracy Lords. And when you're done beating off, check, check her out and shock them dead. It's uh, it's a very silly eighties deal with the devil horror movie. Oh Jesus. Who might I be this week? You ask this one's going to be a layup. I'm making this one very easy. I'm pointing at you, Tom Hardy. I expect you to get this one. Cause I know for a fact you've seen this movie. Look, she is allergic to certain foods. So if you're going to take her to the party, make sure you bring her fucking EpiPen and don't get so goddamn high that you're going to drive home at top speeds and uh, do more damage than you needed to. I am busy trying to build miniature houses for my art expose situation. And by the way, my mom was a real bitch and I'm not dealing with her death very well. And please don't set anybody else on fire, you motherfuckers. Think about that. You, you got to know who I am this time, Tom Hardy. Please, cowboy, I'm going to make sure to read Tom. get to Tom Hardy's voicemail first before you. So there you have it. Uh, other than that, I think that's about going to do it for me this weekend, mates. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for checking out the uh, Patreon content. There's going to be more of the Deacon and Daphne show coming up very soon. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Also, uh, join me next week for Revisitant. 
here in Tubi month. I do not have high hopes for this one. I've never seen it. It's a movie from last year. Um, I thought it couldn't get any worse than uh, Transference. And then I come in with Paranormal Attraction. And I'm ready to throw myself out the fucking window with this horse shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Revisitant. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. From uh, 2020. Join me next week for that. Thank you again for joining me. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this. That helps our visibility. We also have the Patreon campaign that I just mentioned. You can find the link at paddedroompodcast.com. Listen to me exploit my children. I'll do it, man. I'll do it. Believe that. Um, In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it, guys. Thank you again for joining us. For Monica, who was here for a few minutes. Buddy, who was not... uh, remakes that could have been better if they were not actually remakes and just standalone movies by themselves or may have been just as bad as they were um miniature houses uh, haunted attraction festivals that i hope happen again now that covid is sort of on its way out uh barry whoever he may be whatever he's up to and the padded room podcast i'm afraid visiting hours are over